And for more, we're joined on the line now by Narina Fisser, strategist at ETFSA. Good morning, Narina. Good morning, Sakina. I can hear it's been a long week. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of those, I don't know, sometimes you, you just fall all over your tongue and you don't even know why. <laughs> but uh, yesterday morning, we heard that uh, trading had been suspended in more than half of uh, Chinese stocks. And later in the day, trading was suspended on the New York Stock Exchange uh, for several hours due to uh, technical issues. Is there a link between uh, what's going on here? Is it purely coincidence? <laughs> um, it's supposedly purely coincidence, Sakina. I mean, conspiracy theories, uh, <laughs> just they, they just love this mm-hmm. sort of thing because it wasn't just the New York Stock Exchange. It was also United Airlines. It was also the Wall Street Journal online edition. So there was, there was a lot of technical issues in the U.S. yesterday. <laughs> but why? One, Do we one, know why? Well, no, they, it's, it, it is a technical problem. So they can get you know, into a lot of technical detail in terms of what route where went on the blink or whatever, but I don't think it's necessarily going to mean much to, to any of us. But it certainly was a very extended halt. And uh, you know, when you hear them um, sort of coming on, on to say very quickly that, they've, that Homeland Security has investigated and it's not a cyber attack, um, but President Obama has been briefed, and you, you realize the extent to which the nervousness in the market and in the U.S. around potential cyber attacks, how nervous they are about this sort of thing. So, um, you know, I, I'd like to err on the side of caution and say it was just a, a, a coincidence, but certainly not what the market needed on a day like yesterday. So I'm um, glad to see that the things didn't, or the trading did resume and, and that they, although the U.S. closed down, it wasn't an all fall down. And this morning, in, as, you, as you mentioned, you know, in Chinese um, share market at least, um, bouncing back a little bit this morning, but you know that suspension in the trading in, in China is not like a few-hour technical glitch that we saw in the U.S. This is a six-month suspension in terms of, um, certainly in terms of the large uh, fund managers not being allowed to sell any shares. So it is a, um, almost an artificial uh, propping up of the market, and it remains to be seen whether this is going to be successful or not. It's certainly a very interesting experiment that the Chinese authorities mm. are, are bringing to, to, to sort of traditional capital markets. Indeed it is. But considering all these events around the rest of the world, Narina, isn't it surprising that our own uh, JSE managed to claw back its way above uh, the 50,000 uh, level yesterday? Now, what is it that propped up our markets? Well, surprisingly enough, one of the main drivers of our market yesterday was actually the UK budget. Can you can you believe that? So we had the UK budget uh, announcements yesterday that one of the things was that they've reduced the corporate tax rate in the in, in England. So it's, it's been reduced to 19% and indications that the next move will also be down, down to 18%. And this certainly boosted our large deal-listed stocks that, are, that have had their primary list in London. So um, our, our large general mining shares, the Anglos and Billiton, but also SAB Miller, Old Mutual, many of our dual-listed companies took, uh, took heart and, and the UK stock market also was quite strong because of this, uh, the tax reduction. So that certainly drove our, our major indices higher on the market, but clearly the underlying um, trend is still a lot of nervousness abound and I think until we have a little bit more certainty in terms of what's happening around Greece and China, um, this is going to remain sort of the the, the constant theme, uncertainty, and with that comes volatility.
Mm-hmm. And um, interesting development uh, also yesterday in the Labour Court when um, it was ruled uh, that, you know, in favour of solidarity and its urgent interdict against Telcom, knowing uh, those retrenchments that are on the books there. Uh, what did you make of that, Narina? Also, clearly from just a humanitarian point of view, um, it's, it's great to see that that due process has been, um, will be enforced and, and that they, you know, the big corporates can't just go and do whatever they want to from a labour law point of view. But I think for me probably the most um, important thing about yesterday's decision was that I think it is, it's, a, it's a form of confirmation of the independence of the judiciary in South Africa. We've had a lot of focus on the judiciary um, around issues like the decision about al-Bashir and about um, all sorts of other um, influences or attempts at influencing the judiciary. And whether this is maybe naive to think that they really are independent or whether it is about taking heart from um, a sign such as yesterday to say, you know what, at least there are still many of these judgments that do come out that indicate that the judiciary is standing independent of influence from, from government and, and, and so on. I think that's a very important part of a well-functioning independent democracy. Um, and, and we should all be very grateful for every single decision that comes out of the judiciary that still indicates independence.